0: Shining a light on autism and life on the spectrum. Welcome to My Friend Autism with Orion Kelly, a podcast breaking down barriers, stigma, and misconceptions around autism. And now, here's your neurologically different host, Orion Kelly.
1: Welcome, thanks for listening to My Friend Autism. I'm Orion Kelly and I'm autistic and my purpose is to hopefully empower you with some knowledge, some education and some growth opportunities through some open, honest and engaging conversations on autism. I'm here to break down the stigmas and the misconceptions and most importantly, raise the level of understanding, appreciation and acceptance of autistic
0: people. My My Friend Friend. Autism with Orion Kelly. Online at orionkelly.com.au. Okay,
1: now on this episode of the podcast, what I'd like to do is talk a little bit about the idea of autism fitting into the category of hidden disability. I guess it's a bit about how autistic people can identify to the world around them that they're autistic. So we're going to get to that in just a sec. Before we get started, I just wanted to take this opportunity to thank you once again for listening to my podcast. If you like what you hear and you'd like to support me, I'm asking for you to do it completely free of charge. This won't cost you a cent. Okay, the way you can support me 100% free is by not only listening to my podcast, but also sharing it also you should check out my YouTube channel, Orion Kelly, that autistic guy on YouTube. Just by watching the videos, commenting, rating, and sharing them, you're helping me reach more people by subscribing to my YouTube channel. It gets me hopefully in front of more eyeballs. And again, what that means is the more people that see it, the more people hopefully have a bit of an epiphany and I guess hopefully raise that level of understanding and acceptance of autistic people. As always, you're welcome to support by listening to the podcast, sharing it, watching the YouTube videos, sharing them, and joining me on my social channels. Uh, at this point, too, if you if you are in the market for a new hoodie or a T-shirt or a mug and you'd like to support me by, I don't know, buying something, well, that's cool, too. I have, I do have official merchandise. There is official merchandise in my Spring store. You can find the link to buy the official Orion Kelly merchandise at my website, orionkelly.com.au. So your support means everything and we're on the right track to raising that level of understanding of autistic people. Let's just go through just a couple, just a couple of ways autistic people can identify themselves with the world around them and I, I guess in a way kind of bring light to challenges that we as autistic people can face when we're out in the community as in away from our safe space because safe spaces you can say what you want about them, but they're, they're crucial. Absolutely critical for an autistic person. Adult, child, you don't grow out of it. Conversely, when an autistic child or adult ventures out of their safe place, which happens, we all have to go to school and work and shops and the doctors and the community, for all sorts of things – It happens and it should happen and it should be encouraged and you should enable autistic people in your life to be able to do those things and support them through it. But when we do that, we do leave our safe place behind and there are challenges that we face in the community. And we've we've talked about that in other videos, right? And the whole idea of assessing someone who could be autistic is based on those two main areas, the repetitive and restricted behaviours and activities and, and actions and, and things and also the social and communication areas. So the hypersensitivities, not only the environment around you, but the fact that your autistic brain is is different when it comes to social interaction and communication. It's different, but also you could say, well, if you have a neurological developmental disability, it goes without saying that you shouldn't be expecting an autistic person to have the same social and communication skills as a neurotypical person their same age. I just don't think that's acceptable or 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 even appropriate. So there's many factors to think about. And if you have an autistic person in your life, that could be your child or they could be your partner, you already know this. You already know this. You go out into the real world, there's going to be triggers, right? Things are going to happen. There's, it's going to be oversensitized and there's going to be awkwardness with people. Things can become hard, problematic, troublesome for not only yourself, but more importantly, the autistic person. You know that. The wider community, they don't. They might think, well, that parent does not know how to parent. That kid is the, is the most badly behaved little brat I've ever seen, right? And it's the same with, well, that, that guy at work, he's just so rude and, I don't know, he's just upfront and brutal and uh, not friendly at all and oh i just i don't like it no he's autistic or she's autistic and we speak black and white concrete plainly truthfully brutally honest because why wouldn't we that makes logical sense again it's just part of our our different brain now if you use those two examples and you broaden them out to the world at large well the world at large for the most part aren't going to think oh that's okay orion's autistic so just cut him some slack. The world at large, are going to say, "Well, what's with the brat? Or hey, what's with that horrible, rude person at work? They're just going to take you for being another neurotypical person. And that's fair enough. Unless you're going to formally declare, and disclose to everyone you ever come in contact with, you know, oh, good to meet you, Tom. Yeah, yeah, my name's Orion, I'm autistic. I mean, unless you're going to do that, you're going to have an uphill battle. So there's a couple of ways that are relatively new for the autistic community where parents... Carers or partners of autistic people can help the autistic people in their life by accessing, I guess, a way of identifying that you have an autistic person in your life. Or in my instance, even though my wife would do it for our son, I would do it for myself. And the first one I want to talk about is the hidden disabilities sunflower lanyard scheme. Okay. Now, I can't show you because it's a podcast, but basically, I think we all know a sunflower. It's that, you know, like the yellowy flower, right? The sunflower. It looks like the sun. Uh, anyway, the, the sunflower lanyard scheme, it's now officially launched in Australia, where I'm based and, and broadcast from. It was born in the UK. Let's just... I guess we'll just do a little bit of a history lesson here because this is, this is quite interesting. You can't really think, well, hang on, what on God's name does a sunflower have to do with autistic people? Well, in fact, it doesn't. It's for anyone who has one form or other of a hidden disability. Now, I'm not going to go too far into it, but let's just take it completely away from, from an autistic person. Well, how about, let's say your mum or dad has dementia. Bang, hidden disability. Meaning the hidden disability, sunflower lanyard scheme, could help your mum or dad or your partner who has dementia, right? Because that's a, a disability. People can't look at that person and go, oh, they got dementia, right? No, no, that's, that's just a dude taking a stroll. Little do you know that that's not even his town, Right, so this is, this is why I was created. In 2016, the UK branch decided to do was to try and help airport staff in London identify that the wearer, okay, so by wearing the sunflower lanyard, the staff, at the, at the, the staff in London at the airport would go, oh, they're wearing a sunflower lanyard. That's telling me, the staff who had been trained, that they may require, maybe not, but they, it's telling them they may, they may require some extra help. Right? or extra time or assistance as they move through the airport. Now, I don't know about you. I'm autistic. I absolutely love travelling. I'm not joking. I love seeing the world. I just hate getting there. <laughs> just hate the air- – the plane, not so bad. It's still pretty bad. The airport, I hate. Bloody hate the airport. If there wasn't for coffee shops that provide good quality coffee – well, actually, let's take that back because it's an airport. If there wasn't for coffee shops that provide any kind of toilet water coffee, I'd be stuffed. I mean, it's – so, yeah – Airports can be pretty intense for me, and you don't need me to tell you. Even a neurotypical person knows an airport could be over the top, intense, right? And if you, by the way, I'm the dude, right? If I'm not wearing the sunflower lanyard, which I never had in my lifetime. I'm the dude that's always getting called over. You know, for where they, when they like to swab you for explosives. Like, yeah, that's right, mate. I'm back. I'm back. I'm, I'm, I'm going to test my luck again, champ. Yeah, that's... Oh, should I get a frequent flyer card for this swab test? Like, seriously, are there points I can collect? Could I claim them at coal? Seriously. Anyway, and think about it. I'm an autistic guy. I'm travelling through an airport. Naturally, I'm awkward. Right? Naturally, I'm a bit unco. I don't come across like a neurotypical person. Then... Make me hyper-stressed travelling through an airport by myself or with my young family. Do you think I'm going to look a bit agitated and a bit all over the shop, a bit nervous? Yep, that's me. Oh, yeah, the nervous, didgety-fidgety young dude. With, you know, like, with Yeah, no, let's get him. Sure, he's holding a baby. I'm not going to continue that rant. I'm just saying, painting the picture, taking our seven-year-old autistic son through an airport. Holy jeepers. Every holiday we go on, the first day, is as if we've gone into the first day of of a major battle. It takes us days to recover. By the time we we're all having a great holiday, it's time to go. <laughs> so the hidden disability sunflower lanyard scheme, they really hit the nail on the head. They figured, hey, this is a pretty high stress, you know, high risk environment for people with hidden disabilities. Okay, well, let's try and support them. So, you know, wearing the hidden disabilities sunflower lanyard, or you can get a An ID card, or you can do what I do, which is kind of like a yeah, it's a it's I've got the lanyard, which that's the thing that goes around your neck, right? Yeah, it's like a green thing with the sunflowers on it, goes around your neck, and then I've got like a card attached to that, a bit like you would if you were an employee in a big office building or something. You have your little swipey, swipey, right? So (laughs) you can also have wristbands. I've got, I've got two of those. I've got, by the way, when I say I got, I logged on to the Australian branch of the hidden disabilities sunflower lanyard scheme website and I Bought with my own money these products. Oh, no one gave me these products. No one's asking me to do this podcast. This is me just explaining stuff that I've tried out. I've got some wristband for me and a kid side wristband for my son. And it's, again, it's a green wristband with sunflowers on it. Whatever you go for wristband, ID card, lanyard basically discreetly indicates to people around you that you have a hidden disability and you may need additional support, help, or more time. Discreet because it's not like it says in big, bright writing, I'm autistic or I have dementia. It's just a green lanyard with sunflowers on it. I like to wear kind of Hawaiian shirts. (laughs) So this lanyard doesn't stick out as much as my own dress code. Anyway, it's relatively discreet in that it's easy to understand. Like if you know now... If you see some, I guarantee if you see someone walking around tomorrow and they've got a, a green lanyard with the, the sunflowers all over it, the yellow sunflowers all over it, you want to go, hey, I think that's one of those hidden disabilities. By wearing the lanyard, it's hope that people around you may actually ask you, It may prompt them to ask you, how can they assist you? The airport staff may come up and go, look, could, could we assist you? They might ask the child's parent or carer. Does that make sense? And clearly on the flip side, you, your partner or parents and carers can use that hidden disability sunflower lanyard to tell people who are aware, obviously, of the program, hey, look at us. We may need a little bit of time or some additional help or whatever. We have additional needs potentially. Now, you probably don't care about this. This It's the kind of stuff that only, you know, someone like me who just wants to know everything and has like 700 follow-up questions. I did ask the question, why the sunflower? Basically, (laughs) uh, hidden disabilities, they chose the sunflower because it suggests happiness, positivity, strength, as well as growth and confidence, all of which things I hope to get at some point in my life. <laughs> it's universally known flower, right? I mean, everyone knows a sunflower, and and well, I guess as as well, it is it gender neutral. I guess we could well it is it's a, it's a bloody sunflower. <laughs> so th- th- these are good things. It it intends to allow everyone with hidden disabilities to choose to be visible when they need to be. Now, I don't want to harp on this too much more. I just want to get down to the basic stuff here, okay? So we talked about how it originated in an airport in London, in the UK. It's now branching out over the world. Well done to Hidden Disabilities. They've opened up an arm here in Australia. I highly recommend you go and check out the website, which is hiddendisabilitiesshop.com.au, hiddendisabilitiesshop.com.au. There you or your partner, or parents and carers of autistic people or people with hidden disabilities can purchase the lanyards, the ID cards, the wristbands, these types of things. Now, I hear you saying, great Orion, what a marvellous idea, I love it, but who on God's name in Australia even knows about the sunflower lanyard and therefore how in any way possible will it help me? And to that, I say, go to the website. You can see all the participating Corporations, businesses, organisations in Oz. From a travel point of view, I know that the Gold Coast Airport, so here in Australia, the Gold Coast Airport have just an incredibly phenomenal team of people who have brought the hidden disability scheme to life at the Gold Coast Airport. I'm going to personally, with my wife, my two-year-old and my seven-year-old autistic son, try it out by flying in and out of the Gold Coast in 2022. So I've personally booked a holiday on the Gold Coast so I can try out the incredible hidden disability scheme myself. You know what? As a a YouTuber and a podcaster, I think I probably should record the whole thing too so I can show the world how it's done. I believe Brisbane Airport are also part of it. I believe Melbourne Airport are coming onto it or have done some form of it but are hoping to join. I I believe they're in talks with some major uh, corporations, which is absolutely fantastic. And there are already organisations, things like museums and really great cultural venues. I believe the MCG is even a partner. So when you think about this, I agree with you. It's still in its infancy, but nothing can grow unless we start small. You've, you've got to plant the seed, right? So I guess what I'm saying is and I don't make any money off this. No one's paying me to do this. I'm not making any money. I'm just an autistic person trying to make the lives of autistic people better. This might not do it. I'm not here to to sell it. This might not do it, but we we might as well give it a crack. Now, businesses, corporations, it could be supermarkets, it doesn't matter what it is, cinemas, theatres, whatever. If you're listening to this podcast, I strongly suggest, I strongly recommend as the most powerful autistic advocate in the planet if all other autistic advocates died today, that you should go to the website, the Hidden Disabilities Australian website, and you should... Lodge a request to get more information and to bring this program to light. You don't want to watch the news and you see like an autistic kid that's basically gone missing. Okay, or, or let's go to the other end. You know when you watch the news and you see an old person who went for a walk and never came back? Okay, so that's dementia. So if they had the lanyard on, because clearly no one else can have it on because they're by themselves. If they had the lanyard on, and it could just be because they didn't even realise they had the wristband on. You put a wristband on, you did not know, it's still there. And someone spotted it, walked past them and spotted it, and knew what it was, I reckon they're probably going to talk to that person and they're potentially going to call the police or, or someone. Look, I don't know if this is an issue, but I just saw i just saw an elderly gentleman looked quite confused and he had one of those sunflower lanyards on, one of those sunflower wristbands on. Oh, really? Okay, where'd you see him? And bang, the next news story is found safe and well. I don't know how well this can go, but given its uh, amazing experience and success in the UK, I hope there's upside for it in Australia and certainly it's, it's also available in other parts of the world, I think all we can do is try. And I think if you have any connection to businesses, corporations or, you know, organisations that, you know, have high traffic, I think you should be using your connections to to explain to them, hey, have you heard of this? It's not, you don't need to be confidential. Have you heard of this? You should check it out. I mean, all it's going to do is potentially bring in uh, more customers, more clients, more people, because more people are going to feel comfortable going there. I mean, let's say there was a supermarket it didn't just have that token, you know, like that token one-hour like autism-friendly hour. It's like, oh, that's cool, yeah. So because it's only one hour, there's only ten thousand autistic people, you know, in the one hour. Sh- so it's going to be more busy than it would usually be. It's like, who cares if the music's down, right? You know, seriously. Imagine if you could go there all the time, and just by having the wristband on or the lanyard on, people can. Notice you, come over and go, can I help you with anything? Do you need any assistance? How can I make this easier? Right, let me open up this checkout for you. Or just come straight to this checkout when you're done. It's closed, but we'll open it up for you. Or Whatever. You see what I mean? It's just little things. So it's about giving it a crack. I don't know how good it it is or it'll work, but that's not my problem. My problem is just trying to live my life as an autistic person with an autistic kid. And I'll take any opportunity to make that life better. Now, the whole hidden disabilities thing, I'm not picking a fight because I don't believe it's that it's a bad thing, but... Autism, dementia, trust me, I've been around people who are autistic and people who have dementia. There is nothing hidden about their disability when they are being, being autistic or when if you have dementia and you are having, you know, a, 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 I guess, what would you call it? I don't know what you call it when you're having a, a thing, a moment or whatever. Trust me, there's nothing hidden about it. You may have experienced it. You may have a mum or a dad who passed away or had dementia or has dementia. You know, one minute, they might be your mum and dad. The next minute, they might be yelling, screaming, punching. I mean, it's just, that's not them. That's a, that's a disability that's clearly not hidden. Autistic people, trust me, if you're an autistic people, there's nothing hidden about being autistic. It's pretty bloody open. Anyway, the other way autistic people can identify themselves and, I guess, bring light to the world around them of the challenges they may face when they're in the community is... The Aspect Autism Alert Card. So Autism Spectrum Australia, or Aspect, they have a thing called the Alert Card. Now, it's available to order free of charge from the website. Can I say, if you don't know, I also host a podcast called A Different Brilliant. So not this one, but A Different Brilliant, also an autism-based podcast for Aspect. So just so we're clear, Aspect pay me money to make a podcast for them. This is where you clap and cheer. An, an autistic dude is being paid money for his work. This is unheard of. <laughs> Seriously, I'm not getting paid in vouchers and putty. I'm being paid in money. Anyway, I'm truly grateful for the opportunities they provide me, but I'm not helping them make any money here. This is free. You just download download this off the website. The inspiration behind the Aspect Alert Card, well, the Aspect Autism Alert Card, came again from the UK's National Autistic Society, so again from the UK, who have the I Am Autistic card. Now, the Autism Alert card, designed to assist autistic people to communicate their need for support to others in situations that may be challenging. Now, the card also contains general information about autism, about meltdowns, and how to help an autistic person in potentially stressful situations. How good is that? So the card can alert and identify that the person that has it is autistic but you can also hand it to someone right someone in a shop or a restaurant or on transport or whatever and not just explain that they're autistic but it gives them some really basic things they need to know about being autistic in these types of stressful situations and how they can help them so that's amazing i really do think that's great and the the aspect autism alert card it's an autistic led initiative some of the fantastic autistic advocates that were a part of this i know personally and they're they were just so passionate about making this happen. For example, a fantastic young woman called Clara who helps me with my YouTube channel, she was right behind the presentation and the pushing of Aspect, you know, getting their butts in a gear and bringing this to life. So well done to Clara and the other advocates for doing this. And the Autism Alert card, not only has it been designed by autistic individuals, this particular card is actually most suitable for adolescents and adults so you can use the card on public transport when you're feeling overwhelmed there's even interactions with police so it has information for interactions with the police like for random breath tests it avoids misunderstandings in questions and directions because when you have interactions with police i think it's it's fair to say there are certain minorities that tend to have worse outcomes than other, other people, other parts of the population. Now, autistic people, are, again, like going through the airport, you know, we can come across autistic. <laughs> and it can be taken the wrong way by people who just don't know anything about autism. Now, that doesn't mean a police officer who doesn't know has done something wrong. I don't know everything about every disability. How, how why would I? How could I? It's not possible. But if you have a card that can say, look, I'm sorry, officer, I'm autistic – and you can actually show them different things and explain why, you know, you may have to tell me what you want me to do more than once or in a different way. Or I'm not trying to not blow into it for as long as possible the right way. I just don't, I can't get it right or I'm not ex- understanding it or I'm not trying to argue with you. I'm trying to explain. Or you know, And next thing you know, you go from having a, you know, being taken out of your car and, I don't know, arrested or something to having a fantastic exchange. So it's not about blaming people for not knowing. Why should everyone know about it? But it's about bridging the gap so people do care. They do empathise. They do understand. They do appreciate the difference of autistic people to them. And they can not only appreciate that, but they can kind of accept it. So if you want to check out Aspect's Autism Alert card for yourself, and as I said, you can order it free of charge from their website, just go to autismspectrum.org.au. That's (laughs) autismspectrum.org.au.
0: My Friend Autism with Orion Kelly. Join the conversation now at the Orion Kelly Facebook page.
1: Hey, once again, thank you so much for listening to My Friend Autism. I appreciate it so much. If it has resonated with you, like I said, you can support me free of charge by simply sharing it with your family and friends so we can reach more people. You can also join the conversation on my facebook page so follow the orion kelly facebook page send me a message go to my website orionkelly.com.au check out my youtube channel orion kelly that autistic guy on youtube watch the videos, subscribe to the channel and hopefully we can increase the level of understanding appreciation and acceptance of autistic people till the next podcast thank you so much for opening up your minds and embracing differences
0: you've been listening to my friend autism with orion kelly join the conversation get in touch with Orion and never miss an episode like the Orion Kelly page on Facebook or visit orionkelly.com.au